You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. If anyone logs this show, if they could let us know how often you shower and how often you change your underwear, that'd be great. That's the only context I'm going to give you. you. They can guess it, what prompted this. If there was ever a reason to have mm. polls. Oh, uh, yeah. It. Yeah, we should do uh, polls. Oh, P-O-L-L. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I get a lot of feature requests for Go Wild. <laughs> I, I've just been around you guys so long that when we say poll, I feel like we need to spell out which one we're talking about. You know, that's one thing. Like, what do you all say when people request stuff on Go Wild? That is like commonplace on other platforms. What do you say? Uh, it's on a roadmap because you, so you just lie to them. Well, well, <laughs> yes. when, well. Most Give things, most things people say are things we've already thought of. Like, wouldn't it be great to be able to choose your own shipping on checkout? Yeah, wouldn't it be great to ship to Canada? Yep. Wouldn't it be great to have poles? Canada's coming? Yeah, Canada, Canada, just in general as a country is coming on up. I get a lot of requests on stuff, though, that are, like, decent ideas in theory. But I'm like, but that's just, like, like, like uh, custom groups is one. People don't understand how much work it would be, and it would still be subpar to Facebook. And the other thing is we've tested this, and it's not going to – it doesn't work like people think it's going to. Like, we, we've tested this with groups of hundreds of thousands of people who said they were going to – really committed to it, and their members just don't want to leave the little comfy Facebook group. So why would I go spend like three months building a product to try to get it to be competitive when like it's not going to be because Facebook makes like $22 billion a quarter. They have 60,000 employees. We have 12. And so I just like focusing on things that we do better than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of the things are like <clears throat> if we had unlimited budget, could hire as many people as we want. We do everything everyone suggests. Yeah. yeah. I'll take your I'll take your lead and I'll just start lying to people and say, Yeah, it's coming <laughs> it's on the roadmap. Next year. <laughs> yeah, I before they as soon as they start opening their mouth, it was go on the roadmap already. <laughs> they already thought of it. <laughs> well what's everybody has to remember too is things that seem really simple typically are not. Yeah. They're the simple because a lot of work was done to make it that way. Yeah, and that's that's the thing with the custom trails is like it seems like it would be really easy, but it's not. Like to have all the admin functionality, now you got to have places to put all that. You got to have like all this level of security and privacy. And how do you find those? How do you get invited to them? Okay, now that's got to go out a push notification or an email to let them know. Like it's it's a monster. We we quoted it. We were going to build it in 2020, and then COVID hit, and we ended up becoming a retailer and selling gear instead. Uh, so, anyways, I was just curious. I but, usually say, um, "That's a great idea." I'll let the team know. And, and, then, and then you don't, then you don't let And never tell anyone about it. No. <laughs> she, just, she just like throws that piece of paper. She writes it down and then throws that piece no, of paper. No, I'll put it. We have like a little messaging thing where we put all of our ideas in. And a lot of times I will put it in there. I or would, 30% yeah. of the time, I probably do relay it. Like actually a dude hit me up just recently. He's like, dude, why do we not have a target archery trail? We have uh, archery. And we started talking internally. I was like, you know what? This is dumb. So now we're changing archery to bow hunting and we're changing or we're adding a uh, target archery trail because they're very different. Like everybody that 
bow hunts might be into target archery to some level, but target archery may not be into bow hunting. Mm -hmm. So like that was one change. Somebody brought it up and I'm like, yeah, that's actually pretty easy. We can do that. So I don't want to discourage people from sending ideas because a lot of times we'll do them and we do them quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but certain things I'm, I'm just like, I, I find like, uh, there's certain things that people, um, ask for. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like some, uh, a guy who's been on the platform for a long time asked me the other day for like impressions. He's like, I want to be able to see impressions that all the brands I work with want to be able to see impressions. I could use go out more. Mm. The brands would be more into it. And I'm like, yeah, but if, if we do that now we're in a place where we're trying to compete with all the other platforms for influencers. And like, to me, it's, did I get good engagement? Did I get meaningful engagement? Like, I don't really care about building a platform where people feel good about reaching 10,000 people per post. Yeah. Like, then, I just don't care about that. Yeah. Then you just get tempted to be posting what you think will get you the most impression. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I told content. the guy. I said, yeah. now the, all the incentives are going to be around trying to build your reach. Yeah. And so like, yeah, we could tell you what your reach is. And I think like for some posts, I mean, Tom, Tom, Decree the other day had a post that had more than a hundred likes and like, but was ramp rapidly building comments. And I think a lot of times the, the engagement per post on go wild, um, or engagement per following, like a percentage of reach, I guess is how marketing would look at, look at it. It can be really strong. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, a lot of these guys don't have big followings, but I'm like, yeah, but if we built the system to where you could see impressions then people are just going to start doing click, clickbaity crap. Yeah. And I don't want that. There'll be a lot more boobs. Yeah. There, you know, I mean, man boobs, maybe even. Hey, if it gets you the clicks. I mean, yeah, it really Doing depends it on how. Are you it, a little it, more it, butt crack than normal? Well, it depends on how often you change your underwear. <laughs> this guy. Some people like Rarian. that. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm starting oh, to wonder if Dan wears underwear, really. Anyways, what you guys depends. do this weekend? <laughs> Y'all, I think the ret is happening. happening. Oh, I think it is. I could smell a ruddy buck this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think that, I guess there's like phases of rut. I think they're on the prowl. Like I told you guys in the past month or so that I've had nothing but does, 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 does. And you guys were like, that's okay. Because when the rut comes on, like the bucks are going to be in your area. And I am seeing bucks on trail cam all over the Coming place. Through. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so I think it's according to Spartan Forge. It's the 13th will be peak for this area. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've me and, me and Derek were talking about this last weekend because I went out and we were all texting uh, about what we had seen. And Derek said he was seeing a buck docking a, a doe, uh, like chasing, like, mm -hmm. you know, they put their nose down and uh, kind of run. And or, and or maybe it's trotting through. I think you were texting with us. Uh, it was trotting through. And that was last weekend. And then this weekend – I was hunting and the second spot that I was at was like all shredded up. And I, I literally could smell a ruddy buck. I was so close to him. I, I did not kill this deer. <laughs> but you went out though, right? Yeah, I did. But wait, I don't want to jump to my store. What, so you were out scouting because you sent me a picture this week or somebody, I guess Jacob and Braden maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So last week I've been really stressing about asking, um, this person for, uh, access to their property to hunt. And finally I was just like, you know what? They could just tell me, no, why are you stressing about this for three weeks? Like just ask them. So I asked them and they were like, yeah, sure. Go for it. And I was like, did I really just stress about that? <laughs> yeah. For three this weeks is a neighbor, somebody, life? you know, yeah. Too. It's yeah. <laughs> like you tell me and she, and go for it. And I was like, 
oh my god and so this is typical me like oh but this opened up like 50 acres for you didn't it yeah yeah so um typical me you know right we're going into november 1st and now i'm like moving ladder stands and getting into the woods when i shouldn't be so um yesterday it rained a lot and um neighbor man so friendly he helped tim my is this husband. same neighbor that you asked property no okay. this is another neighbor okay. um he helped me move all the things in a downpour and um he was like i've always wanted to hunt this um, property i know exactly where you need to go and so we were just walking through and he was sh- i learned a lot he showed me a lot of things and saw a really big um rub and a scrape were they moving where you thought they were according to the map because we texted about that there's like pretty clear this property had like a you could pretty much tell from looking at it where they were likely moving from water yeah. to the next food plot food plot to visible. the water yeah <clears throat> yes well, so you, you have a ridge line there too to kind of help control the path, right? Is mm-hmm. that, yeah, I was thinking we saw that on the the um, topo. Yeah, so um, I'm set up and I'm very excited. I got all my shooting lanes going. Um, I just need them to show up during the daylight. You have one on camera that's definitely a shooter. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. there there's only one that I wouldn't shoot, and it's this like little um, oh, what do you call them? The little. Forky. Yeah, it's a forky, but he only has one fork, and he kind of looks a little dopey. And so I'm like, I probably should shoot him. Get him out. <laughs> but I'm not going to. Get him to. out of the gene pool. Well, so uh, Lindsay Thomas will tell you that doesn't matter. I can't remember all the reasoning on this. People will fight you until they die, but calling bucks apparently does not matter, to, according to Lindsay Thomas. Really? Remember this? Yep. He says it has z- zero impact. People that think they're calling out bad genes, he's like, it, it literally, they, the percentage of uh, – I can't remember how he explains it. There's well, more genes that come from the doe yeah. than the buck. Yeah, mm. there's so that. that's the dominant. Yeah, that is one interesting thing is like the antler pool actually comes more from the doe's side. So I think that is part of the rationale. But they also just, I think they don't breed as much of the population as you think they do. So if a deer has a bad antler like that, will it every season have dumb antlers? Or this, possible? yes. This yeah. buck, I have seen him, this is his second year. They So he's just not getting laid. <laughs> I I shot a um, I down in Texas. I went on a coal hunt, and we were supposed to be hunting does actually. But they were they had a couple bucks that they're like, yeah, if this one shows up, he's old and uh, he's his rack is not progressing. I shot like a two and a half year old spike, and and I was kind of sad that they wanted me to shoot that one because it was twenty pounds less than the doe I was supposed to shoot, so I got mm. less meat. Uh, but yeah, the, he was like, take that thing out because mm-hmm. it's it's the same age as that one, and it was standing right next to an eight pointer, same body size and everything. Jeez. So, uh, but you, you will see like weird, if you, if you ever get somebody that finds the sheds every year, you can see how unique features like that will kind of evolve. Like it, the only thing that I've seen people talk about is if they get injured, like on mm-hmm. one side, one year they might be off, uh, it'll grow weird. And then in the, the next year it can come back normal, but I don't really understand all this stuff. So mm-hmm. I, um, I went out and I had a game plan that went literally the as horrible as a game plan can go oh, typical, uh, typical go wild story yep uh <laughs> i guess i didn't die like it wasn't like that bad uh, i just didn't see a deer um but i 2019 i went on this wilderness uh and so you can't have vehicles in there which i liked but it's a two mile hike up this mountain and it's about i i didn't I, 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 my watch wasn't sinking so i didn't measure it but it's about a thousand feet of elevation climb if not more oh my gosh um, it is brutal 
And well, people here like this is Kentucky. This is but Kentucky. the pictures you sent of this area, it looks like Colorado. I mean, yeah, it's that, not as that tall. Was, that's the next day. Yeah, so, but like it is, it is hilly, hilly. Yeah, mountains. yeah. I mean, this is I. So where I hunted, I went. It was my dad's birthday weekend. I went down, watched the Kentucky football game with him. Uh, R.I.P. That was a horrible game. Don't talk um, about it. I went to bed before it was over. I can't believe you're wearing orange, actually. I, I went to bed. What's well, <laughs> Halloween? Uh, I went to bed before it was over. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so the first day, though, I was, I was going to go back to this spot because I, I went there on gun season a few years ago, and there was a tree that was, like, the size of your leg, and this buck had shredded all the way around it, and everything in this bedroom was absolutely destroyed, and it was super thick. And I, I had shooting lanes when I went with a gun, but it was super tight. I mean, it was too tight for gun, really. I should have been bow hunting it. But I didn't know what I was going to get into that weekend. I didn't even have my uh, my bow with me because it was second week of gun season. But So I was like, I'm going to go back there because it's it's really hard to access. There's not a lot of does around, which I've been talking to Bill Thompson and some of these guys like Lindsey Thomas. Like Sometimes those big bucks want to be secluded, right? It's super thick, so he feels secure. The you know they're in there in this tight stuff like, uh, and so I on my and I showed Jacob on the map. I might have showed you, Dan. I can't remember. I was talking to some of you guys last week in the office. Um, it, the the way that there's a ridge, there's a gap as we call them uh, down there. Uh, but it's there's a gap, and it's one of the only gaps to water for miles. So it's we've had a drought, and there's a spring fred creek coming through there. I'm like all the things tell me that there should be a deer there. I hiked up in the dark. Uh, I had to drive 30 minutes from my parents' house. I hiked up for an hour. Walk. It took me an hour to get to the top of this mountain because I am not in the shape that I was in 2019. Um, and I get up there, and I start moving in, and it is thick. And I'm like, wow, this this is overgrown from what I remember last time. Uh, but I'll keep going. And I keep, you know, I've got my quivers on the side of my bag. Um, cause I was, I was hunting it more like I was going to hunt a tree stand. Cause I don't, my quiver does not even fit on my bow because when you're in a tree stand or a saddle, it's like, you don't need that it's extra weight. So I have never hunted with a quiver attached to my bow. Although this weekend I was more Western style hunting a lot of um, movement. Right. Uh, so, so the bad part of that is I'm like my quiver sticking out of my bag. So I'm having to be oh. extra careful with these, these trees it got so low and thick. I have some videos I'll show you guys. I'm in the dark still. Uh, I left super early, though, because I knew it was going to take a long time to get up there. I mean, it was an hour and a half before I got to the spot. And I, I was army crawling, trying to get through <gasps> some of these trees. And I finally get in. I found exactly where the spot was last time. And I could see old rubs, but there was nothing fresh. And these these magnolia trees had grown down to the – they grow down. Like, they kind of come down onto the ground. And there was not a shooting lane in sight. There's no deer sign in sight. There's no sign that an animal has walked through here. I did not see a bit of poop. There was not a single hoof print in any of the water. You know, I was able to get to that spring fed Creek where I was for sure that they're coming to could not find any sign of life. And I was like, okay, do I sit here because it was good in the past, even though everything tells me that there's nothing here or do I go back down where I, I think there's another spot where they might be coming to get water, but it like literally died inside because I'm like, I just climbed this mountain for nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And like, yeah, but checking a, checking a spot off the map, like excluding something is still progress. It's still something. But I, I walked, <laughs> I walked all the way down to where I thought they, I was like, I don't know. There's this, there is a flat spot where, where the, the trail S bends back up. 
And I was like, I've been in there and I did hunt it with a stand before. And it makes sense to me in my head that they might be coming through there. Cause again, it's a gap, it's a pass. It's one of the only areas you cut through and deer are generally lazy. They're going to hit those low points. I got over there and I was like, there's still no sign. There's like no rubs, no deer poop, no trail. I couldn't even find a game trail, which it, the leaves had fallen, but still, uh, the next day I found trails and you could see where they were still walking on the leaves, right? Cause the leaves get overturned. Mm-hmm. They kind of get disturbed. Um, I found nothing. So I'm like, I got to go down even further. So, cause the other problem is the water source, there's boulders the size of honestly this entire office like our, our entire condo there'll be rocks that size wow. and so the water's coming through under there i'm like i don't even know how deer would get in there to drink there's got to be spots where it pools and they know where it is but i don't because i haven't scouted this thoroughly in three years and so i go down again and i end up finding a flat there was at least a game trail and this is where i, I was texted jacob uh, that you might have been on there the, uh, i have an o2 thread that's why you're not on there it's like the o2 guys texted us one weekend they all hung out together and this thread mm-hmm. has gone on ever you're since. okay to not be you on. don't want to be on it really <laughs> um i'm just telling you why i'm telling you i texted them without you but i, I so i get down to the bottom of here and there's a flat there's a trail running up and i'm like well there's probably pooled water down there because it, there's the boulders kind of uh, stop at, once you get to the flat what time is it by now like by is now, it daylight like oh it's very daylight <laughs> i mean by the time i started coming back down it was daylight yeah uh so i found an old lawn chair and i i put the lawn chair down and i was just like well this is it this is how i'm spending the rest of my hunting day because i had my nephew's birthday party and my dad's was at noon so i had to leave by 11 so i had like an hour and a half hour left so i just sat in the lawn chair and ate food like just sitting there munching uh, while hearing squirrels. And so that was first day. And I'm like, I'm never coming back here ever again. What were you going to, so were you always going to hunt from the ground with your bow? I was cause the, you, <clears throat> where it's so thick where I was going, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to saddle hunt it anyways. Cause there's no trees in that spot where you would, if you got up in it, you're sitting over the, the thick magnolias. Oh, and I knew that when I, I talked to Dan about, it, I was like, I don't even really know if I need a saddle cause it's so thick in there. <clears throat> I'll probably have to just hunt from the ground. And there probably was a spot that I could have found, um, but it starts backing up to property lines. Like literally I'm looking at the sign on the property mm-hmm. line. So were you, I was going to ask you about this when I saw your picture from the lawn chair, were you going to like hide behind a tree and so that you could, I was sitting up above, pull? uh, an old logging trail. Oh, and so okay. the, I mean, anything coming from the side would have seen me, but I had about a 20 yards and, if they had come down the trail, I would have had time to see that they were coming and get my bow ready. Okay. But I was fairly exposed because, I mean, there just wasn't a lot of cover right there. Mm-hmm. But it's also like I got an hour left. I mean, I'll just sit around here and screw yeah, around. Yeah. Okay. I want to know that lawn chair story. Like- I know, man. I'm telling <laughs> like some, it, it was in a shed. There's like this weird shed that was, or not even a shed. It's like a shooting house. Um, like a table, shooting table, which I have no idea why. It was pointing the wrong direction for being a shooting table. Like you would go inside in your gun. But there was another chair over there, and this one's sitting there from where I guess people sided in before. Maybe Kentucky Fish and Wildlife built it and used to use this, and this was left behind. Mm-hmm. But Now, was this reclaimed coal? No, that's land? where I went the next day. Okay. So this was um, a very small wilderness WMA. Mm. Um, the I don't want to give up, like... I don't really care, but I mean, you want to give up the worst spot you've ever. I been? still think it has potential, though. <laughs> hey, that, it's like hey, you can hear it my seen voice. before. Like, yeah, it what, has that's potential. true. Yeah. It, dude, I'm telling you, there was, there, it, and the way the water comes through there, it, it is a really good spot. That, that might, in theory, that like, might be it. It might have been. It was such a dry summer. 
maybe. maybe maybe they moved elsewhere yeah but but that i really thought that the spring fed creek was going to be the key which um so a lot of where i go backs up to a national park and so they might be in the 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 manna from heaven might be falling on the other side of the you know i don't know if that's i've, I've never hiked it down into the park side yeah um i don't know what's over there I, to really thoroughly do this right i would need to go scout all of it right because you can you can scout the park side you just can't hunt there yeah um but anyway so the next day i went up to i went from 500 acres to 53,000 acres and it was overwhelming but i had spent uh you know during this game that we were just getting murdered and i didn't need to pay attention to um it's like mm-hmm. looking at a map and look up and like oh yep another tennessee touchdown uh so you know i i scouted and i found uh I hadn't hunted this spot much because usually when I'm down there, it's gun season and I would not go here during gun season because it's too accessible. Uh, it's like old strip mine. And so that means you can, you could get up there in like a Camaro if you wanted to, I mean, it'd be a bad idea, but I've seen guys driving sports cars up there and a lot of visibility. So you could have people covering. Uh, there was areas. a, there was a guy driving around with an idiot hanging out the window with binoculars as if deer are going to be like, Oh, I see a car coming. I'm going to hang out here. Like they're pressured deer. So they're going to run. These guys totally were poaching. Had to be, I should have called them in. Um, but uh also it's bow season like if you see a deer what are you going to do you literally they don't have any camo on you think they could have been scouting i i highly doubt it they did they looked up to no good um it was (laughs) the guy that always sees the negative in situations i know all of a sudden well these guys like they to the point where they didn't even want to look at me like it was like oh someone else is here like we i don't know they looked very sketchy with a lot of dan's stories this morning before we went on air i'm starting to wonder if you now scout in a Camaro with a binocular out the window while your buddy's driving. No, but I am I'm going to be that guy next weekend scouting uh, during bow season, and I'm going to be scouting for modern gun. So I did, mm-hmm. on the scouting, I found a bowl. Uh, that's what we call them. They're, they're typically, it's like a strip-mined corner. Or like when they, when they come through and grade these uh, reclaimed mines, a lot of times they'll carve out half of a bowl. Uh, some, my cousins used to call them uh, arenas or stadiums. There's one area because they look like a stadium on a map. You know, they'll have different grade. They'll be they'll grade it uh, cur or slanted, and then there's a flat spot, and then they grade it slanted. Hmm. And it, on a map, it looks like a stadium. So there, uh, I had found one of those, and I was like, if I was a buck, and, you know, I'm looking out, I'm looking for transition of you know from uh, the evergreens into the hardwoods, like looking through all that, and I'm like, I would be in there. You could even kind of see a game, what I thought was a game trail. So I came in. Parked my car. I actually ended up changing my game plan last minute. Went to the second spot that I had picked because it looked really accessible. And I go in and I'm I hiked through like some thick. I have no idea what this grass was. It it had like a sage smell to it, but it was taller than me. I'm like, takes me 20 minutes to get across this very short passage. And I get up in there and I get seated and I can smell a freaking deer. And it wasn't me, because sometimes I do that to myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I just put estrus out. (laughs) (laughs) But I could smell like ruddy buck smell. And I'm like, there is something close here. So I sat, uh, and I'll show you guys a picture. And if I remember, we'll send this stuff to Braden. uh, We can pull this up in any of the video clips we make. Mm -hmm. But I... I sat there until it started raining and it's like an hour into daylight. And I'm like, I only got a little bit of time. I'm on a time crunch today. I'm going to be a little more aggressive. I get up and I go 50 yards up and around and I start seeing rubs. And there, there's, there's a very clear rub line running up to where I, on the map, I thought there might be a buck bedroom. 
And sure enough, I go up and I start seeing the beds that I sent you last night, the picture of Erica. Mm -hmm. And so I can see, I mean, he's got multiple spots. He's been sleeping up here and uh, there's poop everywhere and there's, there's like decent little rubs. I don't think he was probably a really big buck. They say you can't really tell from the rubs of how big they are, but like even it just didn't look like he, like it wasn't like that tree I saw where it just shredded up. And actually on the, the property I hunt near here, you know, I've got some rubs that you can even see like the tines have oh, like, wow. clawed down into the tree because he's got more than a few like th- this, this d- might've been a small deer, but I, I didn't, I just wanted to see some deer cause I right. had such a horrible day the day before. But I followed him. I, I, I go through from the pictures I sent. I followed for like 400 yards. I could see, like I said, disturbed leaves. It was so clear. I mean, he was he's probably sleeping there almost every night. Like he, wow. he was so worn out, even with all the leaves that had fallen, fallen. And then it hit an ATV trail, and it's like wide open, no rubs. Couldn't tell where he went, so I, I never mm. found him. But I, I did walk around uh, the corner, and I saw finally my first Kentucky – land public elk uh, public land elk from like 2,000 yards away but it, I, I could see it at first wow. I thought it was a rock and I pulled out I, I didn't have my binoculars I only have my rangefinder, oh. but uh I could see it I, at first I even thought it was a wild horse they just look so I mean I again I've seen Huge. elk out west but here funny enough is like they were they were brought them back when I was a kid but I, I my dad sees them all the time even and we'll go try to see them where my dad sees them all the time he's like they're always right here and they're not there I so this is my first time ever seeing one was Are it they? a bull or a cow it was a cow but it was still so cool I yeah. mean just to see it moving right uh, this was a uh right below an active strip mine wow. um, there's a spot on there that you can't hunt and it's I, I could see uh equipment up above it and it's just taking its time grazing along this this uh slant so are they as big as the ones out west, or yeah. like okay. they're Rocky Mountain elk? We actually brought back the wrong elk species because ours went extinct. So oh. they're they are the same elk species. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It, and you all saw in the pictures, people don't think of that as Kentucky, but it mm-hmm. looks very like it. You could hunt it western style, mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of people do, glass for bear in mm-hmm. that same way. Um, that, that hunt bear, but it, it it does not look like what you think of as Kentucky, like what a lot of people associate Kentucky with, because it's so like you can see again, it's fifty three thousand acres on this one WMA. It runs three different counties, Dang. you know. So, um, so you going back? I think we should do a deer camp there next year, dude. There was deer. I mean, there are deer covered up in that place. Well, what about this season? Are you gonna go? Back? Oh no, probably not. I don't know. I might. I might. Bow runs until January, so I might go down there. It depends on how my season runs, honestly. If I end up with a freezer full. I'm going to be less motivated to do it again. Yeah. Um, but I will not be down there in gun season because I know I've hunted down there in gun season. And it's like it's like a Walmart parking lot. These guys get down there and side by sides and they're just driving looking. for. They think they're going to spot a deer out in the open on the opening weekend. Um, just bumping everything. It Bumping everything. And you would have to – if I had scouted it harder and I knew how to get away from the trails, I would do it. But um, – the way these guys will hunt it is they're gonna you're gonna pull up and there's gonna be a clearing and there'll be like twelve trucks with trailers sitting there. You that's when you need to hunt. That's when you need to hunt the boundary of that park. Yeah, like all those deer that get yeah. bumped. Yeah, I mean, run up there. It, it's true. It might be a better spot come gun season. Uh, they might get bumped into there, but but they also have the park to take refuge in, and they do. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I'll go back for this season. Um, but I do think we should. It'd be a good spot. You could set up a camp on the the access side. And then, then you've got fifty some thousand of acres. I mean, I, you could get lost up there. I'll be down. Do Do we have time for a question? Uh, we got three minutes. Okay, so 
today is November. No, today is October 31st, Halloween. Um, if we're going to go out this week and we believe that the deer are starting to like scout and move and I don't know if scout's the right word, but you know what I'm saying. Chase. Chase. Is it too early to use like tinks and all that no, stuff? No, I was using, I, I used it this weekend. Okay, so now's the time that we... Yeah, it's pre-rut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the, I mean, and, and that's like the most likely projection. So there might be deer that come in, in and out of, but it's a tight window for the, like the individual deer. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I learned from Lindsay Thomas. I think it's like two day, two or three days for the individual deer, right? No, I don't remember. What do you I, mean? Like, like for like, the doe? Like yeah. when she's in estrus. Oh, I, yeah. did, I read this today. I want to give you two quick facts. Um, 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. And also, do you know why this is going to be in the trivia tomorrow? So by this time, it will already have been posted. But do you know why there is a second rut? Because some does don't get bred and they come back into. Got it. Me and Jacob didn't know, but yeah. I read it today. Yep. So second they, rut's usually about a month after the first. Isn't you want to know what my first days answer is was? Their cycle. Huh? She asked why it happens. Why what happens? The second rut. The second rut. Oh yeah. My answer was, I don't know. It's nature. <laughs> it's nature. <laughs> it's nature. I said um, because the does had a headache the first time. Ah, uh, yeah. She wasn't <laughs> in the mood. Yeah. She's have a headache. <laughs> Just like after you wear your underwear two days in yeah. a row, she, she wasn't in the mood. Uh, uh, there's no complaints from Amanda. I'm bringing extra I didn't dead, even call you extra on dead down I've been following <laughs> doctor's orders. Dan, Dan, uh, oh, God. We got to get yeah. off here. Uh, all right. Shut her down. All right. Uh, this is Brad Luttrell. I have Jacob Kentucky Waterfall Night, Erica Johnson, and the Dan Hood.